T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Football. Pumpkin spice. The holidays. Fall is the perfect time to make your house feel more like home. And right now, you can get up to 45% off custom window treatments at Blinds.com. Save now and enjoy for the rest of the year. A fall home refresh doesn't need to be a hassle. And ordering online shouldn't mean sacrificing style or service. Blinds.com has a premium selection of blinds, shades, shutters, drapes, and more. We even have motorized shades to make your life that much easier. Need help making a selection? Our design experts are always here for live consultations. Need help measuring or installing? We've got that covered too. With Blinds.com, there are never any hidden fees or misleading quotes, no showrooms or retail markups, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45% site-wide. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, let's move on to the rankings here. We got, uh, we, we're not going to have graphics up for the quarterback rankings today, uh, but I'm going to talk about it, okay? So at number one here, I got Patrick Mahomes against the Rams, followed by Jalen Hurts at number two, Josh Allen at number three, okay? Uh, Josh Allen would normally be number one, but, you know, he's a little bit banged up. Didn't have the best game last week, you know, fantasy-wise. Um, so even, even against Detroit, I don't think I can rank him over over Jalen Hurts at home against Green Bay and Patrick Mahomes at home against the Rams. Mahomes is just balling, right? Yeah. So there's there's no one. I'm not ranking anyone over him right now. Um, without Tyreek Hill, who would have knew? Who would have knew? The dude is still good. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, you had me in the offseason be like, hey man, I don't think I can draft Patrick Mahomes where he's being drafted because you know he lost Tyreek Hill. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> nope. Wrong. That's Wrong. what everybody Patrick was saying. Mahomes. No, everyone, I don't think so. Not everybody was saying that. I got a lot of pushback on that. Everyone was a up lot. in arms, I feel like, about his ADP just, you know, as a quarterback being so high. Yeah, that that I still kind of agree with. That I still well, kind of agree with. It, it's well, more like, you know, it's not worth it at all because, like, he can't, he can't come through without Tyreek Hill. So it's like, why is he still being taken there? But at the end of the day, like, he, he, he is that type of talent that proved that where he was being taken at his ADP. And it yeah. could still be argued whether it was still worth it because quarterback differentiation. But you look at the other quarterbacks now, you know, past like Josh Allen and Hurts, you know, I think Joe Burrow is going to be entering that conversation soon because yeah. he just said that, uh, he just said, I got an alert here that he got, he just got an alert that, you know, that he's going to have Jamar Chase this week. So yeah. Jamar Chase, T Higgins, should I include Tyler Boyd? 
because yeah. he's been disappointing over the past. He, he's years. just he's just been quiet. He's always <laughs> been a good wide receiver three. You know, you're not gonna say I'm he's upset. not a good receiver. I'm upset at Tyler Boyd. Been there. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. That's the thing with Patrick Mahomes. You're he's a perfect combination. He's just a perfect fantasy quarterback. Perfect real life quarterback. He's scoring touchdowns, you know, regardless of the matchup. His floor is so high. It's like 20 points, which is ridiculous. And that's why it's funny saying that, like, people were up in arms about drafting him so high. But would you be mad about drafting a player with a 20-point floor and a 40-point ceiling, you know? And and what what, what would you go third round? You know know what's crazy? Like, from weeks five through nine, he scored – and that's that's five weeks. He scored four rushing touchdowns (laughs) during that time. And, like, it's it's a lot of them are sneaks. But hey, man, I, I'll take it, you know. Um, and you know, in the two games that he had Jamar Chase for, he threw for three hundred and three and four eighty one and three. And then Jamar yeah. Jamar Chase got hurt in that game. Um, but since then, he's still been solid. You know, he, he he you know he does he didn't have that ceiling. But now with Jamar Chase back, Joe Burrow has a good chance to be top five rest of the season. And it's possible that he ends up being a better fantasy quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I mean, I have him ranked above Lamar Jackson this week, but you know, you got you, 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 you had guys point. like Justin Herbert, you had guys like Justin Fields, who's now banged up, you know. So Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow might end up being top five, you yeah. know, top four. Um, I have two at five here, but it, it's looking like if Jamar Chase is truly healthy and he's good to go the rest of the way, these guys stay pretty healthy. I think Joe Burrow is going to have an extremely good uh, end of season. Yeah, and we saw we kind of saw that you know last season where he came on the end of the season he was having these massive games. Um, Joe Burrow is just going to be he he has he's uh, he's a very good floor. He's a very good quarterback. Everybody I've seen a couple people um, in the fantasy community saying he's overrated. Not not just as fantasy, but just in general. But it's like I, how do you even say that? I mean. <laughs> People are saying, oh, the Bengals, you know, they have a couple of losses on their their resume. You know, they're not looking like they're as good as they were last season, but they have the same record this time, this year, as they did this time last year. So it's like Joe Burrow's going to do his thing. He's going to be perfectly fine. I feel like, like you said, you have to rank him over Lamar now at this point because Lamar Jackson's just, he hasn't been running, which is disappointing, but he also doesn't have many weapons. I know. That's the problem. You know, and I have two over Lamar this week. I have them at five and six. Um, yeah. And it's simply because he has Tyreek Hill and he has Jalen Waddle. You know, not the most amazing matchup in terms of points allowed, you know, to quarterbacks by Houston. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's had he's at home and he has these awesome weapons. So I'm going to start him over Lamar. Um, and Tua's been putting up numbers. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to discount that. And he's been doing well. And even in games like, you know, a couple games ago where Ty- Tyreek and uh, Jalen didn't, didn't do their thing, like didn't have big games, he still threw for three touchdowns. Right. Yeah. So, you know, he can still be efficient. Um, he has he's gonna have a really good running game supporting him as well. So um I, I like Tua there. Lamar, he's playing in Jacksonville, but this just listen, look what happened last week against Carolina, man, at home. Mm-hmm. That was super disappointing. Carolina's Very. a shitty team. Okay, yeah. so let's not like you know, I would have I thought the Ravens were gonna handle business, but you know, it, it took it took a, the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for them and, to to win that game, you know, and and we talk about you know Lamar Jackson's rushing ability being what makes him you know the high upside quarterback, but that rushing ability doesn't make him a high upside quarterback alone if the passing isn't there. He didn't throw any touchdowns. He threw a pick. I think he only had like a hundred some yards through the air. Yeah. And he had Mark Andrews, so it's like that that worries me a little bit. And I'm not saying yeah, he that... had he had 200 yards passing this past week. Um, but I think what really what it really comes down to is the rushing, right? Like. 
you know, he has to have those high rushing games. If he's not going to throw, if he's not going to have the passing yards, he he needs to like rush for like at least 60, 70 yards. Yeah. And we, we talked about that. I just feel like that he's not taken off. They're not running as many design runs. Maybe. I don't know. The, the yardage has been down. It just doesn't seem like when he drops back that he's getting as many rushing attempts as we'd like him to get, or as we've seen him get recently. Um, well, I guess he ran the ball 11 times. But he hasn't been as explosive as we've seen him. He had those 200-yard games in weeks two and three. Since then, I mean, what? Has he eclipsed 70 yards twice? Yeah. Three times, maybe. Yeah, three times. Because last week, the week before against New Orleans, had 82 yards. But it seems like those first two weeks, the passing and the rushing were working together. And since then, it's either been, you know, the passing doing well and the rushing lagging behind or the rushing doing well and the passing lagging behind. So uh, I'll say this about Lamar, though. If you have him... You know, he could turn it on at any moment. Yeah. Okay. Like that's the thing. He has Cleveland, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh. So he has after Jacksonville and Denver. He weeks four, 14 through seventeen, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh. So he could do his thing in those games, and he has massive upside regardless. So not not looking to bench him for any streamers or anything like that. Even though he hasn't been putting up the numbers, and honestly, if you streamed. You know what's crazy? Since week four, if you streamed quarterbacks and you and you've done it relatively well, you would have fared better on a per game basis than just starting Lamar every week. Yeah, which is crazy absolutely. to say. Consider um, Jacoby Brissett blew Lamar's production out of the water last week against a good Bills defense. So it's like you never know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's tough, but he could turn it on at any point, and he still has that thirty point ceiling. You know? Yeah, and and hopefully that happens sometime soon. Maybe with this new wide receiver one, Demarcus Robinson. Um, (laughs) (laughs) all right so i got dak at at seven should i put dak over lamar uh i don't know i I don't think i would the way the cowboys lean on the run game and you know he's he was super efficient last weekend he's been good but like you said lamar jackson could turn on anytime so i I would i would leave lamar just still this week um it's hard to not have him ranked higher if i had to pick between lamar and dak i'd put lamar and i'm a cowboys fan so clyde edwards hilaire (laughs) just got placed on ir um, so he's going to be out for at least four games. Uh, we knew he was going to be out for a while anyway because he had a high ankle sprain. Yep. Um, but now it's Isaiah Pacheco's show uh, on early downs in that backfield. But we, but we kind of knew that already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just like Andy Reid can't change his mind now. I, I'm curious to see if Andy Reid ends up uh, if they end up signing Melvin Gordon, Daryl Henderson, D- Dell Henderson. Yeah. Right. Could, Could happen. Be. Yeah, I mean, he, if, he's, if these guys do get signed, it's possible that they just move up to the RB one in that backfield. It's very yeah, very possible. it's possible. Yeah, but also it looks like I just got an alert. Davis Mills is getting benched. So let me. I gotta. I gotta pick up Kyle Allen real quick. Let me go pick him up. Let me go to but, the league. Super well, flex well, well, league. Well, what if I need him? No, I'm kidding. Kyle, I'm you can do it if you want to. Shit, yeah. man. Kyle Allen. Um, who am I dropping though? I don't know. Who but, am I dropping, man? You know, all right. You know, you know what this means? It, it says it, mean? all, it says less about the quarterback change than it does about maybe Damian Pierce. Finally, you know, hey. if this offense looks any better. Damian Pierce maybe could finally, you know, have a little relevance again because past two weeks he hasn't been. What am I doing? Kyle Allen stinks. Kyle, I'm, I'm leaving him on the wave. Why you can deep in the side. trenches? Deep in no, the I'm, trenches well, here. I'm, I'm, I, I already, <laughs> I already missed out on Joe Flacco. I, I, we don't even know who's starting. By the way, Zach Wilson's going to get benched. I think this they week. said Mike White. I think I saw somewhere that Mike White. Oh, oh did play. they? Did they say it? I, I just saw reports somewhere. I don't know exactly what the source was, but let's see. It, it looked official. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth noting. 
Uh, yeah. Jets named Mike White to start Sunday versus Chicago, according to Adam Schefter. There you go. Right. There it is, Mike White. Um, you know what that means, right? It means that the Jets running backs might get peppered in the in the pass game. I'd rather Joe Flacco for that scenario, but it could be. Do you got? Do you remember that game with Mike? When Mike, one of these games that Mike White started, uh, it was Ty Johnson and Michael Carter. I think they combined for like thirty targets. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, dude. Last year, Mike White. Check this game. Absolutely when, when, insane. Is that the game that he blew up in? Where he just went like, yeah, they, yeah. It was, they beat it was the Bengals. Of, it was one of the games that yeah. he blew up in. Yeah, they beat the Bengals. He threw for four hundred yards and three touchdowns. That's what it was. Yeah. So it, Michael Carter, Carter, what did he have? We're really going off the cuff today. You know what I'm really saying, are. yeah, we really but, are. We're, we're, so, we're, we're not. We're not playing. Holy crap! Yeah. So Cincinnati in that game, Michael Carter had 14 targets. <laughs> you had nine catches for 95 yards. What, what about Ty Johnson? He, I, I'm pretty sure he had some. He had. Ty Johnson, he got going he had six in. targets. Yeah, six targets, five catches, 71 yards. He did catch a touchdown, though, too. So, okay. There you go. Maybe, maybe you're okay with Mike White. You know, if you if you have Jets running backs, maybe you're okay with Mike White as much as I, you I can easily Joe see Mike White shit in the bed, too, and then they just bring in Joe Flacco next week. It <laughs> yeah, it could but be. it's a good matchup, though. It's a good matchup against the Bears. Do you, do you think Zach Wilson has any chance of getting his job back this season no. or no? You, you think I they're don't. done with him? I think they're done. I think the only way that he comes back is if somehow the Jets are are get lost, like they don't make the playoffs. Like they're like, all right, you're mathematically eliminated. All right, let's put Zach Wilson back in and see if he learned anything. All see right, if he learned this lesson. Let's see how terrible these quarterbacks are now. Can't wait. It's, it's such a weird position to be in because they're a very good team outside the quarterback position. Exactly. They can't get that quarterback situation right, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, where the hell were we, dude? Like, what the hell were we, we were talking? at? Oh, yeah, number eight, Justin Herbert. <laughs> Justin eight, Justin eight, her Justin Herbert, uh, going up against Arizona. Solid matchup. Uh, we don't know if he's going to have Mike Williams or not. Um, you know, he has Keenan Allen, which is awesome. Which is why I have him at at QB eight. If he didn't, then I wouldn't have him there. Uh, but this is a, a pretty solid matchup, so I'm happy starting him this week. Um, Justin Fields, and I was, you know, people were like, "Oh, what about Josh Palmer? He has Josh Palmer." It's like, listen, they were going up against the Chiefs last week. Okay, a lot of lot of lot of uh, wide receivers do well against the Chiefs. Let's not overdo it. Okay, yeah. he'll be fine. But Mike Williams, you know, I prefer him to play if I want Justin Herbert to have a great game. Right. I have Justin Fields at number nine. I feel like that's fair. against the Jets. You do. Okay, good because you're the, you're the Justin Fields guy here. And yeah, I am. You know, I feel like at the end of the day, you know, against the Jets, tough matchup. Number one, number two. You know, he has a bum shoulder, and if he does mm-hmm. end up playing, they might limit him a little bit. You have to. That's the whole thing. We've seen Justin Fields play well, but it's become it's come almost exclusively from the run game. You know, him taking off and running with the football instead of throwing it. He's been all right. He's been efficient with throwing, but we saw earlier in the season when they weren't using him in the run game too much that the offense struggled a little bit and that Justin Fields wasn't putting up huge numbers. He shouldn't rely on his throwing on on throwing you know, for most of the season in any instance. So with him having a bum shoulder against a good defense, like you said, in the Jets, I, I'm definitely tempering expectations. There's a chance he, he, there's chance he doesn't play. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think this is something they could play through. They'll give him a sling and they'll have him play anyway. But, um, you know, maybe they, maybe they take uh, the air on the side of caution and they hold him out. But if he plays, he's a QB one, but the upside, that 40-point upside that we saw, you know, it, it's kind of out the window. I think we're looking yeah. more at, a 24, 25 point upside. 
And he's a, I think he'd be a mid to low QB one for me. I'm going to go ahead and race through the rest of these quarterback rankings. And then we're going to start the running back rankings. By the way, guys, since Thanksgiving is tomorrow, I'm going to have all of my rankings done today. Um, so you can go over to the Patreon page and you can see all the rankings, all the positional rankings plus flex. So if you're trying to decide between a running back and a wide receiver for your flex, you'll have those rankings up there as well. Okay. Um, the blurbs might not be up though until, until Friday, but that's fine. Cause if you need, if you have decisions to make, you know, we'll be going, go, we'll be up taking up all, taking all that stuff into account, um, into the rankings. And obviously things will change depending on injuries going into right. Sunday, but at least you kind of have an idea of, you know, who to start, who not to start for tomorrow's games. So and that I'm, will be up there. Patreon.com slash upper hand fantasy. It's you'll have the link in the bio. Yeah. And if there's no blurb, you know, for your Thanksgiving day players, just tune back into this podcast, you know, go back 15, 20 minutes. We we're talking about yeah. the games. So you can just hear what we had exactly. to say about them there. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So the quarterback ranking. So we have, uh, we had Justin Fields at number nine. I got Geno Smith at 10 against Vegas at home. I do like him there. It's a good matchup. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G at home against New Orleans. I like him too. Look, look what he did. Four touchdowns thrown. He has the weapons, man. He has so many weapons. Like yep. he's a quarterback one at yeah. this point. He's a low end quarterback one every single week. Um, you know, I, I would be happy starting him. If you picked him up after, you know, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. Got, what went down, like you, you got a decent, decent quarterback here. The thing is, Jimmy G was never bad. <laughs> it's just they wanted to see what they had in Trey Lance. And he was just never like a fantasy. Yeah, starter, he's not a fantasy you know? goat. Yeah, no, he, yeah. he's not the fantasy guy. But, you know, when you give him all those weapons, it's hard not to be. If you're, as long as you're a decent quarterback, you know, this is the type of production you can see. 100%. Okay. Um, Daniel Jones, I have him at number 12 here against Dallas. We talked about him. Kirk Carson, we talked about him. I have him at 13, followed by Tom Brady at Cleveland at 14. Mar- Marcus Mariota at 15, followed by Jac- Jacoby Brissett. Uh, this might be a little bit high for him, but I kind of like him in this matchup against Tampa Bay at home. Matt Ryan against Pittsburgh. I moved him up a little bit. Because uh, I think that matchup is fine at home, and he has the weapons. Yep. Taylor Heineke, I like him against Atlanta. Who would you rather start, Taylor Heineke? I have him at eighteen right now. Who would you rather start, him, Matt Ryan, or Jacoby Brissett? What order would uh, you put that I think I'll go Jacoby Brissett, and it might Number be one. recency bias. How about between how about between Matt Ryan and Heineke? Mm, I think I start Matt Ryan. Okay, boom. So yeah. you have him just like how I do, and then yeah. Derek Carr at nineteen against Seattle, Aaron Rodgers at twenty at Philly. That's a tough matchup for Aaron Rodgers. That's why I have him yeah. all the way down here. That makes sense. The thing that's swinging me for Jacoby Brissett is that if he's at home, that means he's going to have a Murray Cooper, where he wouldn't if it was on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys are used to seeing as streamers is Trevor Lawrence, but I have him at 22 against Baltimore. Right? That's a tough matchup for him. Um, I moved Mac Jones up a lot, up to 21 against Minnesota. Uh, Jared Goff, I have him at 24 against Buffalo. You think that's a little brutal for, for Jared Goff against Buffalo, or no? I don't think that's brutal. I think it makes sense. Um, okay. You know, the, I, Jared Goff, I, I could see him having a bad week. You know, okay. lines, lines. <laughs> it, doesn't take, it doesn't take much. No, it, it, it doesn't take much to, you know, shake him a little bit. You know, sometimes you see him look shaken. If they can get a run game going against the Bills, then I think he'll be fine. But other than that, you know, it, it's going to be tough. Tough sled. Yeah, for sure. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 